At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Welcome to the Author Brand Show. Today, I've got a very special guest on. This gentleman has 35 years of experience in real estate, corporate finance, and operations of freedom. He began his career at the Union Bank in Los Angeles, where he completed a management and credit training program. He's worked for Money Center, regional and community banks, including Chase, Union Bank, China Trust Bank. And prior to starting Freedom Financial, he co-founded and served as the COO for Partners Capital. As a fund manager, he supervised the origination of over $1.5 billion, that's billion dollars in loans, and returned just under 9% to his investors while suffering, get this guys, zero losses, zero. Um, he serves on the board of Homes for Families, an organization dedicated to helping low-income veterans attain home ownership. And he led the process to gain approval of the Warner Center 2035 specific plan. It's the largest plan in Los Angeles. He's previously a professor at USC's prestigious Marshall School of Business, holds a BS in finance from Cal State Northridge, and an MBA from USC. Welcome to the show, best-selling author Michael Klein. How are you doing today? Great. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Doug. Appreciate oh, you it. bet. What a buildup. It's all true, too, which is amazing. Good stuff. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's awesome. Um, Michael, I, um, I'm going to just start off with what I, what I know and what I don't know, and, and hopefully you can fill in the gaps here. But I, you know, we've, we've helped you work on your book and whatnot. And you know, I've been a, 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 a real estate investor at the, at the you know, housing and small apartment building level for many years. And so I, I cut my teeth on doing due diligence. And when we spoke, I thought I kind of knew what to look for, what to watch out for when investing in real estate. Then I met you and our discussions and what's included in this book was just eye-opening, not just for real estate, but for almost any investors. It's called How to Make Sensible Investments in a Senseless Economy, which is what we have here in, on a macro level and of course, micro as well. So I got your little bit of background on the, on the resume stuff. I want to hear more about your background as a, an investor and helping other people invest in, in real estate. Uh, great. Um, well, I've primarily invested in the debt side of real estate. So I provide the debt portion of the capital needed, although sometimes in about one third of the cases, we actually are providing near equity um, type of money. So we're providing 90, 95%, sometimes even 100% of all the money needed to uh, do a project. Uh, nice. We'll structure it as debt, um, but there's equity risk in that. So, um, you know, the, the look, the number one rule, here's the number one rule for be, becoming wealthy in anything that you invest in, don't lose money. That's right. I love it. Right. There's, there's no, there's no simpler rule. Don't lose money. And what I, what I found over many, many years of doing this is that um, people are really good at coming up with a plan A. They're very, very, very good at coming up with a plan A. Their um, job, their career, meet, their business, right. Whatever. They, they come to you and they say, Hey, I'm going to open a restaurant. You, you talk to them about it and everything's going to just work. But then you ask them, well, so what if that doesn't work? Yeah. Okay. And so 
the, the, the basis of the book is to try to manage through a process that you can repeat time and time again that causes you to have um, good answers for, well, what if that doesn't work out, you know, right. and, and for you to have a, a way of, of, of dealing with it. And it, it, for me, it's worked really well um, over, over a career mm -hmm. um, that, that, that included looking at approving loans, working out loans um, in, in, in uh, four continents, um, uh, 12 different countries, mm -hmm. um, a, a ton of different industries. Um, it, it's worked each and every time. And, and, and I was thinking about it the other day. I've probably only, the, the employers that I worked for, because in my self-employment as a fund manager for the last 12 and a half years, we haven't lost a dime, as you mentioned. But, yeah. um, but for my employers, the banks I worked for, mm -hmm. I can only identify about $4 million of loss over 5 to $10 billion worth of loans. You know, so, so it works. Yeah. Okay? And, I, and it's a process. Can you quickly... For those of us who can't visualize all those numbers, what kind of percentage that is that? It's 0.00005%. I mean, just it's to be sure, because really, really, when you say mentioning really $4 small. million, people don't understand what that means when you're compared to like double digit billion dollars. That's, you know, yeah. yeah. It, it, it's a really tiny number. You know, like you, would, you wouldn't even notice it mm -hmm. in the interest earnings over, over a <laughs> okay. period it's of time. It's that small, yeah. Yeah. So it, it's a really small number. And, and so, um, so, so it works. And, um, and, and, and the funny thing is, is that, I mean, I'd love to say I invented all this, but I didn't invent it. What I did do is sort of learn from a great management training program, right. um, uh, from uh, watching a, and looking at and having the opportunity to work on loans that had gone bad. Mm -hmm. um observing things but none of it's like you know all that wildly original it's just that it's all condensed into the book's like 100 pages a bunch of stories yeah. from partner and, and and so it's it's an easy process to follow it's an easy process to read um but i'm gonna i you know I, when i was going through it with you i was like well each of those steps you drill down very deep into most oh yeah you know check out x and you always thought, well, check out how Y relates to that. It was, you know, it's not just checking out um, the track record of perhaps a contractor, but maybe his subcontractors. Or you go down very, you spider it down into areas most people wouldn't think about. Yeah. So, I mean, the, look, the, the basis is it's, um, it, 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 it's always the same. It's always people, credit, real, and we, we, in my world, it's real estate, but gosh, you could be, you could be investing in oil and gas. So substitute the word real estate, put in oil and gas, right? Um, and then the uh, structure of the financing, I call it the purpose, okay? Mm -hmm. but, but it's the structure of the financing. And then, you know, how are you going to get your money back? And if that doesn't work out, how are you going to get your money back? Right. Okay. Yeah. Because again, what I've, what I've found is if you're working with really bright people, uh, which is step number one, right? Mm -hmm. They're, they are attuned to how they're going to preserve their cap. Now, if I'm the debt, 
and they're the equity, they, their capital gets lost first, right? Yeah. And, and so if they're already thinking about two and three ways to keep their money safe, then I'm that much better off, right? So if I'm doing business with smart people that are uh, really talented at what they do, mm -hmm. um, I've mitigated substantially all my risk. Not not all of it, but but a, a big chunk of it, right? Yeah. If I'm if I'm doing business with that that friend that has the idea to open a restaurant, nothing wrong with that. And you ask the question, so what do you do if you're slow for four months? Mm -hmm. Never mind what happens if you have COVID. I mean, forget that. I mean, right? Let, let's just deal with the, I project I'm going to do, um, I don't know, $1,000 a night, mm -hmm. you know? Well, what happens if it's 500 a night? Mm -hmm. Okay. And, and I, I, on a personal level, learned this lesson kind of the hard way. Um, I was a brash 36-year-old banker that was uh, on the wrong side of a merger. Uh, and, um, and so I, I crafted a, um, a good parachute to get out. It paid uh, me handsomely to leave. Yep. And I took that money and I invested it into an auto parts distribution company. Huh. And, and I was brash enough to think that I could know the difference between buying low and selling high distribution. You know, you buy low, you sell high, right? And that I knew the difference between a brake rotor and an ignition rotor. Okay. And I'd figure it out. Well, I, Mr. Hotshot, MBA, banker, you know, hadn't lost much money over time. Um, I, I, um, I, first of all, my, all my due diligence on the people side was, was, was bad. Okay. And I ended up buying it from a fortune 500 company. It turned out that the managers I was dealing with huh. were um, crooks. Oh. Um, so the um, revenues were far less than what I thought they would be the day I walked in the door. And that, that promise to uh, my wife uh, was, Oh, we'll, we'll be fine. We'll, we'll start making money again in about six months. Yeah. Then 18 went by 18. Um, so I learned a lot about people in that, in that instance. Okay. Yeah. If you deal with, if you, if, you know, the old lie down with dogs, get up with fleas, yeah. um, you cannot ever make up for dealing with bad people. So, so start there. That's a, that's a tweet right there. You know, all the numbers, all the, all the sizzle in the world, if they're bad people, it is not going to end well. Yeah. Bur Bur Bernie Madoff. Yeah. All of his numbers looked really good. Yep. Right. Mm -hmm. Enron, mm -hmm. their numbers looked fantastic. Okay. Right. But right. as it turned out, it's bad people. Okay. And, mm -hmm. and so, um, and I could off camera go into a list of companies that I wouldn't dare invest in. I'm not going to do that like in this in, in the environment, but okay, we, we got the, we got the, the ones that are dead and buried already. We can use those as right. That's right. Yeah. But, but, but there are those companies and, yeah. you know, and, and, and so the, when people lose money by investing in those companies, they should never look shocked. Yeah. We work. <laughs> There's one, you know, that's, I said it, you didn't, I don't have, I don't have, yeah. to, I'm not having to do share relationship with anybody in that talking. Okay. Yeah. I read yeah. about that one. That's pretty funny. Yeah. So, so um, anyway, that's, that's, that, that's probably the biggest lesson. So that's, that's interesting because it does show like, yeah, we, you know, we're young and, 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 uh, and energetic and we, you know, may had one good run 
oh, let's do it again. I've been there. You know, I bought, I bought a, um, a subdivision off eBay once, you know, I'm like, I'm a hotshot real estate investor. I had a good track record. I did my due diligence. And, uh, you know, when I got down there after, after closing, I'm like, huh, the rents aren't exactly what they said they were, you know, it's right. It does can catch up with you. So I get that. All right. So you, you, you cut your teeth and that stuff, you built it up, but I was just so fascinated with the depth of your due diligence. I think it is remarkable because I've seen plenty of checklists and charts and books and this stuff. Um, and you, you may say you've collated other people's stuff, but you package it up, I think, very well, not just for, like you said, not just for your real estate or your debt side, but I could take out the word real estate or debt financing and, and drop in almost anything. Um, when you, if you don't mind asking, you or maybe your partners or friends, when they invest in other things, do they refer to this, this checklist at all? My, 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 my partners and I do. Um, I hope people that have read the book are. Um, I, I, I believe they are. Um, I know our largest investors mm -hmm. are, mm -hmm. um, they, they spend a lot of time on people yeah. and, um, and, and, and the background and track record mm -hmm. and, and, um, uh, it, it, it just, it's the essence of everything. I, it, I, I just, you know, it's funny. Uh, there's a, there's a lot of people in my my world of real estate debt mm. that say that they're asset-based lenders. Okay. They invest, they, they, they're they're They feel their loan secure as long as they're at oh. X loan value. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And they pay no attention. They pay no attention to the people. Okay. Wow. All right. So if you don't think real estate takes talented people, um, I think you're mistaken. Okay, because we, we, everyone, everyone, no matter where you are in the world, you can walk by just in your neighborhood or in, in any neighborhood, um, a house that is immaculate. And you'll, and, 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 you know, unless there's a really strong homeowners association, you can e easily find one in that same neighborhood that is not immaculate. It has nothing to do with the house. It has everything to do with people. Okay. And, and so, um, Take I, I don't I don't invest in hospitality, but most people have uh, experience staying in hotels, and um, and and the hotel business is all people. It's a people business, okay? Yeah. Because you can have a 150 square foot room that is an amazing experience, sure. and you could have a you could have a 5,000 square foot room that's terrible, you know. And, and so it's all about it's all about the care. Um, and attention to detail yeah. and training that that the ownership managers put into their people, mm -hmm. and that how that and how that translates into your experience as as a um, uh, consumer of, of mm -hmm. that uh, of that hotel product yep. or restaurant product or on and on and on. It just it doesn't matter. It's funny. I just, you were making me think about this now. And I know when I, my first a young man going to buy my first car and my grandfather said, go check out the guy's garage. And if his garage was organized and all, which is rare, but if it was, the car is going to be okay. He's going to maintain it. I'm like, Oh, that's a good idea. And then when I started investing in houses, whatnot, they taught me to, you know, or no, when I was going to um, interview tenants, sometimes I would like go to their current place, say, Hey, I just want to come by and say, hi, Do you mind, can I use the bathroom real quick? 
go right to the bathroom to see how they maintain their current place. So, um, yeah, because people can say a lot of things on their resume or their loan app and all the things, but how they live their life has a lot to do with, I think. It's, oh, yeah. No, I, I, I think it's interesting. I, I, I find being a real estate junkie, I'll look at um, ads on, online for yeah. various parts of, around uh-huh. the country. Oh, would it be fun to have a vacation home here or there? You know, that sort of stuff. And I'll go through and um, it's amazing to me what the insides of some properties look like. And, and, and others, you know, some sometimes it's amazingly good mm-hmm. and sometimes it's amazingly bad. There's a lot in, yeah. in between. Don't, don't get me wrong. But but sure. but you just sort of wonder, right? So, right. so I, I just, you know, that uh, when it comes to your example of about uh, being landlord and housekeeping, um, yeah. uh, we, we don't, we don't check that depth of uh, people, but, but we do, we do look at, we do look at how they've uh, uh, maintained their housekeeping with respect to how they pay their bills. Yep. And, 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 and here's, and here's the real test. The real test is, we haven't had a real test for a while. Um, we haven't had a real test for a dozen years. But when we do have a real test, people get into trouble. It just, you know, I mean, it, it just, it's going to happen. And, and that's when you really find out. See, I mean, I would say that COVID didn't test us in a financial way. I, I don't get it. I, I, we could talk about this for a little bit because you're, you're a financial guy and I have other people in the, in the spaces. I'm like, okay, so the economy, I mean, this pandemic hit, no one's working. Did the government just prop up stuff so much that real estate kept going up? Is that what happened in 2020? Because everybody I talked to was making money or not, or gaining equity in their residences and, and their investing. And yeah. So I wish I, I wish I had, um, you know, the answer or, and I think anybody who pretends to have the answer should be, um, you should be careful listening to. That's a good answer. Okay. Um, Because we're sort of in, we're, we're in kind of uncharted territory. There's nobody that's alive today that was an adult that was alive for 1918 in that pandemic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, 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 and the way that that was managed was managed somewhat differently. Um, but, 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 um, yeah, we, we, we went through this, uh, this shutdown and we still have, I don't know, 12 million people not working. And we've got, we've got unemployment in certain places like California where I'm sitting right today, you know, it's seven and a half percent. Now, when I go home to Arizona, it'll be three and a half percent. Hmm. Interesting. Arizona is no longer paying huge unemployment. Um, everybody's had to go back to work. Yeah. Okay. Um, we have labor shortages all over. Right. Um, and you know, there's people sitting at home unemployed. So it, it, it's, um, it's a, it's a mess. And I, I, I think what, what we're experiencing right now. And again, I want to preface this by saying, I think, and I don't know, I'm guessing is that we're in this weird quasi world of capitalism meets socialism. Um, and, and so we've got all this government support stuff going into a, a capitalistic sort of model. Yeah. And the, and the confluence of those two things is driving asset bubbles because money's easy and mm-hmm. cheap. And those people that were deemed um, 
essential or could work from home. Yeah. And which is the most cruel thing to do is to call somebody non-essential, oh, but, yeah. but, but yeah. there's nothing more cruel. Um, but, but those people all made money. Yeah. Yeah. They all made money. Right. And, and then, and then, you know, interest rates that they fell again today. Um, you can get a mortgage at uh, two and a half percent. Um, so, so what's going to happen to a house that was once, you know, predicated on a 5% mortgage, which, you know, once was predicated on a 10% mortgage, which was at one very brief period of time was a 15% yeah. mortgage. Right. So, um, and, and, and those people who have assets, their assets have all gone up in value because of the lowering of interest rates and the printing. It just, so it's, so right now it's, it's a mess and it's really hard to uh, predict uh, look, it's always hard to predict the future, right? I think, uh, yeah. you know, um, and what is that? Uh, uh, Yogi Bear, I'm going to paraphrase, was uh, famous for saying something like it's difficult to make predictions, especially when it's about the future, right? <laughs> so, so, so uh, uh, paraphrasing, but, 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 you know, I, again, I be wary of anyone that makes statements in absolute terms about what's going to happen a minute from now. Yeah. Okay. okay. That's, that's, it's valuable information, which brings me to, I have got two big questions. I'll start with the, the curious one first, because okay. you're, you're involved with um, your, most of your, your debt that you're creating here with investors is for retail strip malls, things like that. Right. Uh, yeah. So it's, uh, it's a commercial um, in, in, in the sense that we don't deal with consumers. Okay. It's, uh, it tends to be, um, it tend, right now our concentrations are in retail buildings and uh, apartment buildings. Okay. Um, and our third, our third most popular category would be industrial buildings. Mm -hmm. um, that isn't by design, that's by where the opportunities happen to be. Fair enough. Um, uh, the design part is that we find the smartest people we can to do business with. They just happen to be in those in okay. those product types. That okay. big big pause on that statement, folks. Listen to that. It's not the property. It's always it's always the mind behind it because the smart people, whatever whatever smart person does, if they have good track record, it can probably work out. Is the point here, right? It, right. Yeah. Now, th and and, and thankfully, my partners and I um, have have quite a bit of experience in a handful of real estate uh, verticals. Mm -hmm. um, so apartments and uh, retail and industrial um, and, and uh, office and uh, single family developments, you know, so where uh, large tracks are being built. Um, Is and, it mostly and new construction? Uh, we, we will finance new construction. We'll finance uh, reconstruction, repositioning. So any, anywhere where there's value being added we we don't do rescue loans we don't do we don't do stuff where it's stabilized and boring and you know that that's for somebody else you right. know um and, and, and there's plenty of people for doing for doing that mm -hmm. and um uh the but the 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 specialty my specialty is knowing if somebody reading and understanding whether somebody knows what they're talking about when it comes to adding value to an industrial building 
or uh, taking a retail center and repositioning it and taking something that somebody else had let, I'll give you an example. We, we, we have one in the portfolio at the moment where our client um, bought it, uh, let's call it 90,000 square feet to keep the numbers fairly straight. And um, he bought it with only 30,000 square feet leased um, and 60,000 square feet vacant. And um, and that and that and see and that's what somebody did to that center, right? Because the center didn't start off that way; right. it, it became that way over time. Okay. And 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 so what our customer did while in escrow to buy it found uh, found a uh, uh, forty thousand foot tenant mm -hmm. for the big space, and then uh, renewed a couple of other leases in it and then looked at the site plan and decided to he's literally tearing down about 10,000 square feet actually 12,000 square feet yeah. so when it's all done it'll be 78,000 square feet instead of 90,000 square feet and it'll be about 94 percent leased Perfect. um six months you know and that'll be about six months from now okay that see that has nothing to do with real estate that has everything to do with the talent yep Right. That's a, it's all about the talent. So, and you know, and everybody will say, Oh, retail, it retails bad. No retail is bad. If you're not a great operator. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, it, it's, um, look, Sears is a great story of being outflanked by somebody that just made electronic their business plan. All Jeff Bezos did with Amazon was recreate Sears in an electronic format mm -hmm. because Sears was written about at the turn of the last century, dislocating stores on main street because yeah. of their catalog. What was a catalog? A catalog oh, yeah. was a big bounded paper thing that when I was a kid, we always enjoyed when it came to yep. look through. Right. But, but at the end of the day, what was Amazon? Online catalog, right. Online catalog. Much same, bigger than Sears thing. one. Although to, to Sears credit, my neighbor bought a house from the Sears catalog. And I don't think you might. Had, he, I saw it. I, and he had a picture of the, of the catalog and I was sitting in a frame in his house. I'm like, oh my God, it's a Sears house. <laughs> yeah, Sears house. But I, I don't think Jeff has got Jeff Bezos has gotten there or whoever's now taken over. But but they did announce just the other day. That they're going to open a department store. I saw. What did that. Sears yeah. do? So what did Sears do? So Sears went from um, you know a dry goods store to a catalog to right. being a catalog fulfillment center to becoming department stores. Right. What's Amazon doing? Amazon has its own brands. I mean, all all that happened to Sears was they got out Sears by by Amazon. Right. And and that was a people talent thing. Okay. One guy was interested in domineering. Um, the retail space and the other guy was interested in domineering the financial space. Yeah. They both became wealthy. Yeah. But one, one destroyed a company and the other one built a great company. Right. Yeah. So again, it's, it's people. So people credit real estate or oil and gas or, or uh, companies like, like Sears or companies like Amazon. Right. And then, um, it, are they going to be capitalized right for whatever their business plan is? Yeah. And then, and it, do you have two ways to get your money back without losing any money? I love that. Part. If, if you can answer, if you can answer those six questions, then 
why why not why not invest now of course in the book um th there's a bunch of layers of detail that that uh help explain all of those things so that you have a better idea of how to make that all work right yeah what is i'm really curious about um mainly the uh uh retail and industrial office things have you seen anything that's like surprisingly craved in the past couple of years that somebody has done this like, oh wow that's a really good idea to you know revamp it or repurpose it or make it attractive given that value add well yeah so so we uh recently uh, i don't know six months ago we did a fairly large transaction where uh our client bought three um hotels mm -hmm. all within a, about um seven blocks of each other in a relatively small town uh, you know 60,000 person small town um that was incredibly housing short and um and it's converting all of the units into um uh, uh, uh single um single apartments you know so efficiency apartments yeah and um and what they what they're able to do is create create apartments that um people that have the uh, jobs in the lower in the lower pay scales yep. can afford to have mm -hmm. a roof over their head. Nice. Um, and, and, so these, and these hotels, yeah, well, it's hugely important. Dignified housing for everyone yeah. that they can afford without government subsidy. Uh huh. Wow, good for him. He should get some press yeah. out of that. That's a really I mean, oh, obviously makes money, but also you know help out the economy. That's good. Yeah, no, he's done. He he has. He's gotten a lot of press out of it, and, and in okay. fact, uh, what what. Uh, cities are contacting him all over um, his his uh, part of the country and saying, "Hey, would you take a look at this hotel? It's not doing so well because right. they, they, you know, they they, 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 you know, they they have a desire to make sure that there's housing for their their community, and and right. it's a great way of taking something that already exists, already has lots of plumbing, already has lots of electrical, yeah, and." And converting it, so I think that that's a pretty creative um, reuse, you know, yeah. of, of something. It's not super unique, but but it, it, yeah. it's done. There's a, you know, there's a lot of detail to making that work. There's a lot of moving parts, but, oh, but once you yeah. get all those moving parts yeah. Yeah. to to work, mm -hmm. um, it, it's pretty phenomenal. Another another interesting one is where somebody does something as simple as um, break up a project. So as an example, a, a client purchased a, uh, this a retail deal, um, a small center that um, had been held by uh, the same ownership for decades. Mm -hmm. and, um, and there was a falling out between the two partners and, and uh, it, it had to sell, it needed to sell in like 28 days. Um, and, and, and he got the call because he had the reputation for being decisive. Mm -hmm. And then we got the call from him because we have a reputation for being decisive. Nice. And, um, and, and, and so, you know, two days later, I think I was down there looking at the site with him and going over everything. And anyway, it looked like a great deal. And it, it turned out it wasn't really a good deal. He bought a retail center. This happened uh, eight months ago mm -hmm. at a 9% cap rate, which means a 9% return on the total investment and um in in a in a world of six and seven percent returns right it's pretty good mm -hmm. and he 
And he was able to do that because he could commit quickly that there was a unique need to sell. But, but that wasn't the big value creation, okay? Yeah, he stole it, so to speak, okay? I always love when I get the call, I stole it, so I should be able to borrow more. Well, yeah, no. Um, yeah. But, but, but th that wasn't the steal. That, that was a really good buy. That was like many years ago, I, I bought a new car that the dealership was going out of business and, and, and the manufacturer had a rebate on it. And it was, um, I think it was a $22,000 car originally, and I bought it for 14. Okay. Great deal. Right. Yeah. But, 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 you know, so it was one of those deals. Okay. You get to, you get to drive it for free for a year, but um, where the real money was made was that there was a, um, um, an out parcel that had a, a Wendy's that had been operating there for 40 years. Okay. And it had about three years left on the lease. And, um, and that parcel, it, it was, it was all a part of the shopping center. So in the last six months, what they worked on doing was twofold. Get the lease extended out for 20 years, Ooh, which they did. Yep. And which becomes much more valuable than a three-year lease. Sure. Yeah. And, um, and then uh, go to the city and split the project into two, the retail center nice. and the Wendy's. Okay. And, and, and so they've... Um, uh, basically sold the Wendy's for about 75% of what they paid for the entire center. Love it. Love it. And, and then, um, and then they're in the process of getting a permanent long, a long-term loan from a, a life insurance company yeah. um, on, on, on the balance where um, they pay us off in full and put like a million dollars in their pocket. And, you know, I mean, it's just, yeah, that, that, that's, that's that's a real lift, and that, and that and that has nothing to do with the real estate. That had everything to do with the people. Creativity. The real estate was just sitting there. Yeah, yeah. I, I always said deals are not found; they're created. You know, you're not going to find right. things that you got to create it. And right. obviously, right. he saw that. Um, yeah. Man, this is there's. I, we could go on forever. I want to I want to close out with my 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 crystal ball question because I, I I know you're wise with wise not to know all the answers. Not so that's good. But you mentioned that, you know, we haven't really been tested yet. And, uh, you know, we're supposed to have these recessions in what, seven year cycles or whatever it is. And what's it been? Almost double that? 12? 12? Yeah. Yeah. 12 so, and a half. I mean, well, look, they're, they're going to say they, the, the, those people that keep track of recessions said that the COVID, you know, shutdown recession was the shortest recession on, on record, which was count. two months. All we saw was the prices that went up. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't think it counts. I, I, I think, it, I think when we have a liquidity event, that that's that's when we get tested, okay. right? When yeah. when some when 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 some segment that everybody thinks is here forever disappears, like the whole mortgage-backed security market for for um, okay. uh, residential mortgages goes away or the entire savings and loan industry that was financing most apartments in the United States goes away. Um, when you have that sort of event, then you really get the test and you really get to find out, you know, how good is your, how, how good your fortress? Yeah. So, you know, we're both, we're both, uh, you know, keep our, our, uh, our ear to the ground on these things, but I, I keep going back to, okay, so I'm a positive guy trying to be cautious as well. And I keep looking at, 
I keep looking at this, you know, my dad was saying the other day, oh yeah, well, you know, they're borrowing in my kids' future. I'm like, dad, the amount of money they printed, it doesn't matter anymore. It's like, it's not even real. They, they print up so much of this paper, you know, there's no way to pay it back. Forget it, it's over. There's no, there's, it's impossible. You could take away all the wealth of everybody in the planet and not pay off our debt, right? I mean, it's just, it's insurmountable with the unfunded liabilities. It's, what well, it is, several hundred trillion dollars. I mean, that's, are we going to have buckets of cash and wheelbarrows? That's what I want to know. Do I need to buy gold or buy, buy some seeds and a gun in, in, the, in the mountains? Uh, so should I tell you about my off-the-grid uh, house? No, I'm just joking. Um, don't tell me about it. We don't want to know about it. It's a secret. Yeah, yeah the, with the bunker. Um, yeah, I mean, I, 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 don't, I don't know. I, I, that if I lose sleep over things, that's one of the things I lose sleep over. Um, you know, w the United States at the end of World War II had debt levels that were similar to where we are now as and we worked our way out as a percentage we, we of gdp worked, yeah okay yeah, yeah yeah and we worked our way out of it but we had also blown up all of our competitors so we had we had 20 year head start on everybody when we did that so we had we had 20 really good years because um the all the manufacturing might of the rest of the world had literally been destroyed in world war ii um, and today we have a really different set of circumstances. We, we, we've outsourced so much of, our, our, of what we can do right. to, to ch China, yep. okay? I mean, I, I find it ironic that, that uh, COVID came from China and we'll go into how it came from China. That's a whole different story. I don't wanna even go there, but, okay. um, and then we're completely reliant on China for our masks, that don't work, um, it were our PPE for the medical profession. None of it was made here. None. I mean, essentially none of it. Yeah. Um, and our, a lot uh, of our medicines too, right? Substantially all of our pharmaceuticals aren't made yeah. here. Um, so, so the difference between now and World War II was we were making everything. Okay. And so we were producing product that would, would cause us to, um, uh, generate the, the, the money's necessary to pay down debt. Right. Yep, right. Um, we, we've, we've sent that off to, uh, China and, 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 uh, you know, in, in, in the old theory that having all these, um, friendly relationships with China was going to cause them to be more like us, uh, backfired. I, I think, I think it's fair to say. And, 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 uh, uh, so I'm not sure how, how we, how we un unwind it. And I, that, that is, that's a troubling thought for, for me because, because the other thing that's happened uh, in, in COVID, look, co in, 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 in this eight, 20 months of COVID, we've learned a lot of things. Some of them, some of them uh, uh, challenging, really challenging. Um, for example, uh, Canada, New Zealand, and Australia had been ranked in the top 10 most free countries in the world. Right. And now? I would, I would argue that they, they've shown that they're uh, among the top 10 most authoritarian, uh, authoritarian type company, uh, countries yeah. in, in the world. Yeah. And, 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 
and not a second thought about just shutting down everybody and, and, and taking away their ability to do anything and whatever. So freedom's fleeting and, and unless you, um, um, you know, um, pay close attention and you can disappear in a, in a heartbeat. So I, I don't know what the alternatives are um, because um, you've got China um, that their economy is dependent on us buying their junk you know, well, I mean, we've got to buy their it, stuff, right? It's it, but it started out that way, but they've they what what I read years ago this is old information, but their um their middle class exceeded our entire population. Oh sure. So sure. You know, we yeah. are we are so, we are a big customer, but I'm not sure if we're their biggest customer. I don't know. I don't think we're their biggest customer. Yeah. I, I think so. So how we work our way through this, I don't know. I I, I think it's one of the reasons. It's actually one of the reasons I'm not um, insanely worried about inflation. Yeah. Because yeah. because the debt's really deflationary. Um, it 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 it, tend, it tends to hold back economies, um, and and so um, and we don't have a demographic uh, we don't have a demographic problem that would lead to inflation. So you know when you and I were kids, we had a demographic issue that caused inflation. It was called a baby boom. Right. Coupled with coupled with a near doubling of the workforce, because for the first time in you know generations, um, our um, our female colleagues joined the workforce. Yeah. And, and, and so instead of just absorbing a large male population, the baby boom, we had to absorb into the in, into the economy um, uh, now a male and female. Mm -hmm. uh, population that wanted a job and, 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 and we're competing for those jobs. And, and so what you, what you, what you notice is that, that, that house prices fully, fully absorbed that, i.e. Uh, how, you know, housing went from being affordable for one to affordable for two. And it, it's, it's just microeconomics one-on-one, right? If there's three apples on the table and, 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 and you, you have three buyers, there's one price. If you have two buyers, there's a lower price. If you have six buyers, the price goes up. Yeah, basically. Yeah. You know, and 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 so uh, I, I just I don't see that pressure today either. Yeah. So 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 I'm I'm I wish I could tell you I knew I don't. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm conflicted uh, on it because there's there's um, uh, lots of threats. Um, I think I, I but but that that being said, because I don't want to get too depressing here. Um, okay. But but. Wherever there's threats, there's opportunities. Yes, okay. that's that's the there also silver lining is, is a is a real thing. I, I totally believe that. Right. That's, I guess my, my one point on that is like, yeah, we can't I don't think pairing manufacturing economies today to today's economy is probably even the same chessboard because there's so much right. value being created digitally that we're still learning how that actually works. I'm not sure you can't you because right. you can't make it in a factory doesn't mean it's not valuable, right? I mean, right, I, right, no. and, I talked and, and, I talked to a, a guy earlier today who uh, had some software experience, sold his company. And what what do we do this money? Oh, let's start a new company. He went from zero to $150 million in four years with uh, some medical software. So there's some there's more to it than just making, you know, guns and butter. You know? Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. And 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 how that and, and that's why we the United States still has a a large GDP. Look, I'm, like I said, I'm sitting in California at the moment, right? Which has got a huge GDP so far. and nobody works. 
<laughs> yeah, so far. And nobody works. You know, everybody's walking around in flip-flops. You know, so what did, what did they do all day? I, you know, I mean, somewhere they're coding something, I guess. I was there for a couple of years. I never understood being a 405 at two in the afternoon. Like, why are you guys working somewhere? It's just nuts. Yeah, right. Why is there traffic all the time? But 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 there's a big GDP here. And, yeah. and you know, while some of it's stuff that you can physically see, there's still a lot of manufacturing yeah. here. But there's also a lot of agriculture that you can mm -hmm. see. Right. Um, but but there's there's a ton of technology that you can't can't see. And, right. and right. for just a simpleton like that, I don't even know that I can understand it. But yeah. Um, yeah, right. so so the work changing anyway. I, I'll, uh, so I'll uh, I won't ask you where your cabin is in the woods. We won't go down that that rabbit hole, and I, I won't be stockpiling gold because I love your statement about this. Every threat, there's also an opportunity. It was proven during the de depression. It proved by the guys who were smart enough to uh, navigate the pre 2008 stuff. Um, so I'd like we'll talk about that another time. I'd love to actually chat with you about what we could do to help people. Um, not not prepare, but just get the mindset and the wisdom to uh, to be able to cope with inevitable changes they cannot predict. Probably the best way to put it. Yeah. Okay, love yeah. to do that. So the book, folks, the book is a is a definite winner. One mile time favors. I've given it to people already. Uh, how to make sensible investments in a senseless economy. It's six proven steps to prevent financial disaster by Michael Klein and Stanley Kafka. Brilliant men who know how to run the run the money game. So. Thank you for your time, Michael. I appreciate it. And we'll talk to you real soon. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. And we're out.